Hey everyone, welcome to the Adrian Tan Show. This is my podcast where I have deep conversations with the people who are enabling organizations to become ready for the future of work. My guests include a mindfulness coach, the folks behind Singapore's most popular investment app, and many more. They all have one thing in common, and that is to help level up your organizations through your people. My guest today is the CEO and co-founder of Astronaut. Astronaut is a web and mobile video interview platform that supports asynchronous communications, making recruitment fast and fun for employers of all sizes. They also work with RPOs, universities, and assessment centers to virtualize and automate their interviews, pre-employment assessments, cost emissions, field research, online learning, and many key processes. Some of their users include Sampona, Conferry, NUS, IMDA, Gojek, Google, Dendinic, and many more. Previously in large-scale real estate and infrastructure project management, he was lured to Singapore and early-stage B2B software ventures in 2010. With strong experience in recruitment agency, remote team building, that led to the creation of Astronaut that is based in Jakarta. Please welcome Nigel Hembrong. Nigel, thank you so much for coming onto the show. You're very welcome, Adrian. Thanks for having me. And where is this podcast finding you? I am on the Gold Coast, Australia. As as you might know, I, I am based in Jakarta, but uh, Fitri and Leo and I have been here since March and we, we look forward to getting back to Jakarta very soon. That's good to know. So for people who are not familiar with Astronaut, how would you describe to them and what problem are you trying to solve? Yeah, so so we we love running this business. You know, it started off back in 2016 as a business focused on asynchronous video and how that was going to change not just sort of recruitment and HR processes, but business processes overall. We didn't know at the start, you know, exactly what it would be. We just knew that asynchronous video was going to be really transformative. And it's turned out to be that way. The platform um, through the, the first four years uh, which is you know, essentially what what is the core product now is an asynchronous video screening platform. You know there are a number of players in that space globally. Uh, clients use it at, largely at the top of the funnel in the recruitment process for high volume roles. Candidates are invited to answer questions uh, in either a, a mobile interface or a web interface. The the software records their answers. And then those answers are, are viewable to to recruiters. Over the time, we've we've evolved it based on um, some great feedback uh, requests and partnerships to be uh, a more multimedia format screening platform. So we we do have the asynchronous video at our core, but we also have multiple choice questions, and we also have free text or essay questions, and uh, and and all of that is available as a software as a service, or actually also now available as a as a as an API. So it can be embedded in other platforms. For people who may not be familiar with this technical term, what is asynchronous communication and what are the alternatives? Yeah, it's it's really important to understand. I think for everyone in the world of work, what is synchronous and what is asynchronous? And I think a really good way to to start that um, discussion is 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 to make it real for people is is do they like receiving phone calls now? Because a phone call is an example of a synchronous communication. It's very it interrupts you because you have to focus it demands your attention and uh, and and examples of synchronous communication are phone calls meetings which are either face-to-face or live zoom calls and examples of asynchronous letters emails slack chat whatsapp and also asynchronous video because and what makes it asynchronous is that the the person that is providing the communication in one direction is creating it and sending it 
and the person on the receiving side, they can choose when they want to digest it. So it fits into their schedule very, very well, and they don't get interrupted. So if you look at the different technologies which have affected us in the workplace now, you know, Slack as an example, all the different chat platforms, they are asynchronous. And they're really loved because people can focus on their work and then they can check their messages when they get a free moment. Yeah. I hope that is, 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 is not too long and not too short an answer. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely helped to describe it. Yeah. And given the business that you're in and given that we're in COVID period right now, I believe it may have been, it has changed your business somewhat. Has it accelerated your growth in any way? Yeah, it's accelerated our business in in many ways. I mean, the broad for anyone working in HR tech, they know, you know the impact, and that is that that that, that businesses need technology now. You know, there's a lot of their day to day work that has to be done digitally because people aren't in the same room, right? And and that that affects everything. So that that that's the sort of short term demand, i.e you know, I have a burning problem, I need to solve it. And and live video, I think, has probably been the biggest beneficiary of that. As people have done a lot of live video, they've then realized it's actually really annoying to do a lot of live video and it's really annoying to their schedule. So they then move to optimize and and, and, and move to asynchronous options where where it makes sense. So, so that's a short-term benefit. Of course, the long-term benefit is is people now, for better or for worse, in terms of their attitudes toward technology, they know it's necessary now in a lot of their work, and they're they're comfortable with it because they were forced to 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 try it and use it. And so you know, we've seen organisations change in their attitude towards uh, wanting to have a clear digital transformation plan, and uh, and and so yeah, it's it's been it's been good for us both. Uh, both locally in our in our sort of main markets in Southeast Asia, but also globally as well. Yeah, you mentioned about the main markets in Southeast Asia. Uh, which countries would, would you be referring to? Yeah, so we're based in Indonesia, so that's our main focus market. But we serve you know clients in in Singapore, you know some government clients there, some universities. So Singapore, Indonesia, Australia, Vietnam, Malaysia, New Zealand markets where we have you know we have substantial users. But but we do have we do have users in other countries as well. We we focus and serve very well customers you know in 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 our time zones. Um, uh, but we do have a few global clients as well, and um, you know, we're we're very thankful for their their trust and support in us. So your your product is actually quite location agnostic, given that it is a software as a service. And yeah. I just want to jump into your opinion of the different countries that you have been dealing with, the five to six of them, and in fact many more. Yep. Are, are you seeing the same rate of digital adoption across all of them? Yeah, I think it's fair to say that that, that that is the case. You know, I think because of COVID-19, it was a bit of an equalizer, you know, and and because there are global platforms that everyone uses in their personal life, such as WhatsApp and others, that has created a global sort of benchmark for what is an acceptable software experience. Uh, and therefore, people in their work lives also have a more equalized expectation around the world. Of course, budgets are different in different parts of the world. The buying decisions are different in different parts of the world, but but the appreciation for, for how software should be used and why is is actually not that different. Some of the things that drive those smaller differences though, you know, the 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 economics of 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 optimization of, of work hours, you know, so so you know the ROI 
of an investment in a HR tech product will be different from from different markets. But but generally, you know, the ability for people to pick up a new product and use it, of course, if it's well designed, you know, which you know we we've had great feedback, you know, and and people enjoy using Astronaut. I think you know there really isn't much difference at all. And if there were, it would be just be around the procurement process. Uh, there are still some markets that require us to send a paper invoice, for example. Compared to the other players that are also trying to tackle this challenge, what would you perceive to be your unfair advantage? Yeah, so you know, we're built for Southeast Asia. We're you know we're built primarily in Indonesia, which means that you know the internet conditions you know in in our world are very mobile focused, you know, and also you know uh, there's a very distributed population outside of the city centers um, where internet is not as smooth and reliable as it is in the city centers and we're also talking about emerging market conditions so 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 you know we're built for those markets you know i think also you know because we have been uh, experimenting a lot in in additional use cases we also know the limits of our system uh, and we also know very much how things are going to pan out over the next six to 12 months to 24 months so you know we're we're very well set up for how things are evolving and i guess the third thing would be we love customizations i know any company can say that but we are seriously committed to customizations and partnerships as i mentioned we our technology is available to be integrated and that does require a bit of work you know so so we have a very strong team behind us that allows us to adapt fast and be quite agile for unique circumstances that may arise and because of the turbulence that 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 covid-19 has thrust upon you know the you know the different worlds of job and and education space you know having that agile way of reaching out to the market has served us well yep and what are the platforms that you have integrated with Yeah, so we we have two partners, um, two great partners in Southeast Asia that I just want to highlight that use our uh, our API. We have more than these two, of course, but the work that we do with with Pulsify and the partnership work that we do with with Talentcraft and also Impress is is very important to us. We, when I say API, essentially our platform as a service is is able to be integrated into any recruitment platform, HR platform, um, so that they have an asynchronous video feature native to their platform. And so, so that's a different kind of integration, a much deeper integration, an integration that gives a much smoother recruiter and candidate experience than more traditional integrations, which are really just about two pieces of software that, that connect. Embedding us into other platforms is what we really love to do to power other platforms who, who, who are seeking an asynchronous video feature. You know, there are some ATSs which we, which we integrate with, and we will be integrating with a lot more. For example, we integrate with Workable, we integrate with with urban hire and due to the lower penetration of ATSs into Indonesia we have uh, done less integrations into the the more global ATS players but that's a big focus for us you know throughout the end of the year you have actually been around quite a few countries in mm -hmm. asia what got you to pick indonesia or jakarta as your base family That's it. You know, I, I fell in love with Fiji, uh, Indonesian, when we were living in Singapore. Uh, she was there for work, completing her PhD. And, and so actually, Astronaut was started while we were still living in Singapore. But we, 
we you know, be newly married, had a baby on the way and wanted to, to move closer to her parents or, uh, you know, Dakar Muratua. And, uh, and so that's how we ended up in Jakarta. I had, however, though, started building the team in uh, Indonesia, even though I was originally based in Singapore. So, you know, that's the, the main reason. The secondary reason is it's an exciting market that, that any digital entrepreneur you know, that, that, that has a bit of experience, you know, I, I have a bit of experience under my belt and that quickly made me realize that Indonesia is a pretty fantastic place to be doing business in the digital space. So it's kept me and the team very, very satisfied, very rewarded, and it's still got a long way to grow. In, in terms of your customer segment, uh, are there any specific sectors uh, that you believe would benefit more from your solution? Yeah, well, the, the quick answer is anytime you are doing an interview or you're looking at a CV and you want to be a bit more efficient and accurate, you can use Astronaut. Um, of course, our ability to build a very strong business means that you know, if we're looking at revenue sort of maximization and value maximization, then the large organizations that do receive a lot of applicants where our the most value add for us is. So high volume cases, graduate recruitment, obviously, FMCG brands, banking, finance, those spaces, those industries are where we, we add the most value. The kind of industries where they're getting a lot of applicants now and CVs just don't cut it. CVs obviously are uh, unverified data. You know, at, at its best, they're quite weak predictors of performance, and uh, at at you know at worst, obviously complete fabrications. So you know, you know, introducing quick, fast ways to get to know candidates and introduce you know uh, snippets of automation is 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 very necessary for organisations that are getting a lot of candidates. So yeah, to answer your question in a nutshell, really medium to high volume recruitment. And of course, unfortunately, because of the increased unemployment, the ratio of applicants you know, per role is, is increasing. So uh, we are finding that the, our core segments are very much understanding you know, why Astronaut is, is, is a necessary um, piece of software in their toolkit. Yep. Because I'm quite curious about how uh, Indonesia works, and mm-hmm. I, I'd like to just understand from you, uh, how would you see the difference between the way Singapore and Indonesia adopt the digital solution, especially when it comes to asynchronous communication? Would the size of a country matters in this case? Well, not really at all, actually. Yeah, the size of the country you know, is really, for us, uh, more of an indication of the size of the number of applicants and also the size of the business opportunity. You know, in terms of you know whether or not asynchronous video is, is the right thing to use or not, you know, businesses need to understand candidates in every part of the world. Singapore and Indonesia are the same. You know, Indonesia being a, you could argue, you know, you know that in pre-COVID days when people were able to travel for interviews, you know, because Singapore is is quite small. And when you're talking about domestic recruitment in Singapore, you know, of course, that's something that needs asynchronous communication a little bit less uh, pre-COVID. Um, but when you've got distributed people across different offices, you know, then, then, then asynchronous video and online assessment, which is the category that we're in, you know, asynchronous video and online assessment is, is, is necessary. You know? So, so, you know, there's not really, we don't see, we don't see much of a difference, particularly because Singapore does a lot of international recruitment as well. Are there any interesting edge use cases of your product since you started beyond just recruitment? 
Yeah. Oh, there is. We're a people screening platform. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of people screening needs, particularly now that, that people are doing less face-to-face and in person. You know, Manfred and I, when we started the business back in 2016, you know, we, we, we're both very product focused, you know, founders. We love to experiment. And so, you know, there are, there are a number of, of, of use cases that we have chosen not to pursue at this stage, but we have validated, for example, that qualitative and to a degree quantitative market research is an industry that, uh, that, that is quite interesting uh, to us and, and and there were opportunities that came to us in that space that we put them on hold. Also the world of investment, angel investing and and also early stage seed investing. So screening founders is a use case that, that we actually monetized. Uh, we did have a couple of initial customers in that space, but focusing on our core markets is, is, is most important for us. We are we are already serving universities. And so that's not really an edge case. It's 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 a main second market for us. Um, so student admissions is uh, is, uh, is 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 a key focus for us now. Um, and we do have you know a couple of universities in Singapore already using our platform as part of their student admissions and marketing. No one's used Astronaut for dating yet, you know, but but asynchronous video is starting to be used in other parts of the world for that. Another is uh, is medtech. You might find that asynchronous video is used often in the world of, of med tech, and it is of interest to us. But of course, you know, anyone running a business needs to focus. So our core focus markets are employers and their agents, and as a second market, universities and educators. Yep. Just for asynchronous communication, because uh, although COVID has accelerated the way people uh, transform digitally, but uh, it has also impeded a lot of hiring plans for companies. So I guess as much as these are all new shiny objects, but they might be something that to worth uh, looking into as well. Absolutely, absolutely. As I said, focus is the only thing holding holding that back. And we are, you know, for anyone listening, you know, uh, in those spaces, we are very open to uh, you know to partnering in those spaces. It's just a matter of resources and time and focus, and we can solve those things. So for people listening out there, if you want to try astronaut for dating, just hit up Nigel. I'll share his contact yeah. in the show notes. Yep, exactly. So back back to our conversation. Uh, what, has, what has been the key turning point or crucibles in your journey to hit you that you're on the right track? Well, customers liking the product, you know, trying it, buying it, buying it again, using it, giving us feedback around how they how they want us to make it better. You know, these are all the really important factors in a successful, you know, in a successful product company. You know, and you know, uh, I don't want to go into the whole history over the last five years of all the little steps along the way. Um, but you know, a combination of all those things gets us to where we are today. And any business that's not getting product feedback, any business that's not getting repeat usage, you know, then you know, th- there's something wrong. And so you know, we have a laser focus on continual product improvement, continual value you know, creation. And, uh, you know, being able to secure, just quick examples, being able to secure a, a, a global deal is obviously a very uh, proud moment, you know, for us being able to, you know, screen you know, over 5,000 candidates, you know, in one day when we achieved that last year was, was a big milestone for us. You know, and, uh, you know, and also, you know, releasing new products, you know, into new segments, you know, the first time you release a, a product into a new segment and that first user you know, satisfaction and feedback, that's also a big milestone. And we, we are launching online learning functionality in Q4 and, and, and early indications are that, you know, are looking very promising for that. You must have spoken with quite a number of companies recently to support them in their digital adoption. Given so many interactions that you have, what are some common themes you're seeing, especially the common mistakes that you believe companies are making right now? 
Yeah, I think that probably the most important is if you're going to adopt a new technology, you first need to know why. You know, we are just a tool to solve a problem. And if you don't know what your problem is, then it's going to be very hard to get value out of the solution you buy. And we're not interested in, in, in working in projects where there's not a clear understanding of why we're there because it's going to fizzle out or it's not going to add the kind of value that, that, that it could. So we always try and help a client. There's a lot of clients that do that very well. And so we don't need to sort of raise that. But we do flag it if, it, if there's not a clear sponsor, for example, and not a clear objective uh, from the, uh, the initial pilot. You know, a lot of our users start small with us. They start small, they use it, then they scale up. And that brings familiarity to, to the product. So, so, you know, any cases where there's no sponsor uh, or a clear objective as to why you know, we're being used, then there's some red flags there that, that, we, that we try and fix. So what's next for Astronaut? Yeah, thanks for asking. Uh, it's really it's really exciting. We, you know, we're launching, as, as I hinted earlier, we're launching a, an online learning tool. You know, that is being done in conjunction with a, a large conglomerate in Indonesia for delivering online learning, asynchronous online learning and certification. Uh, so that will be going live next month. And uh, in addition to that, because of our work with universities, we are we are launching products early next early sorry no, no, next quarter focused on job seekers. You know, our, our job at our core over the last four years has to be is to, is to be has been and actually will continue to be helping employers and their agents recruit cleanly and efficiently. And to do that even better. By serving job seekers, we can make sure job seekers are prepared, that they have the right tools to go about their job search. And uh, it's very exciting. So so watch out for astronaut online learning functionality later this year and also job seeker tools as well, as we broaden our focus on both employers and universities. Is astronaut currently hiring? We're always hiring, Adrian. And and so, yes, we are, we are always hiring you know, the... Uh, the people we like. So there's, there's two broad parts of our hiring exercise. One is anyone is welcome to apply at any point in time if they're interested in digital products. Uh, uh, we're a growing organization. So we even if we don't have an advertised role for, for the right people, we can, we can find a place for them. Uh, of course, we do have uh, 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 defined advertised roles as well. And we are hiring for our growth and sales team at the moment. There will be some roles that you'll see advertised there for digital marketing, for customer success. And, and then on the engineering side, we will be recruiting a few more full stack engineers, I think at least one mobile engineer and, and, and a few other people as well. But uh, I won't go into the details of all our recruitment at the moment. You know, feel free to reach out. But yes, you know, recruitment is, is a key part of, of what we do. And we like to stay efficient. So we generally don't hire uh, new grads. We like to hire people with uh, at least a few years experience. And for people who is interested to learn more about Astronaut, where can they go to? ASTRNT.co is our uh, homepage. Or you can search for me, Nigel Hembro, on LinkedIn. You know, they're probably the two most obvious places uh, to get information about us. And yeah, we welcome people to, to go there and, and, and message us and we can point you into the right direction. This links together with the show notes, uh, together with the career page will be added to the show notes. And thank you, Nigel. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I have a lovely time speaking with you. I hope you enjoy your time as well. I did. Thanks, Adrian. And thanks for doing what you do for the community. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can refer to the show notes for links to more information about our guests and their businesses. 
If you enjoy this podcast, it will be helpful to give a review on iTunes or follow me on Spotify. If you're using Overcast, please hit the star button under the episode. That will help get this podcast and the episodes out to more people who may find it useful. I will see you in the next episode of The Adrian Tan Show.